Happy Wednesday, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Airport Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we look at and examine one minute of the greatest disaster movie ever made, the 1970 Universal Pictures movie Airport. I am one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm host number two, Mark Cerulli of CovertOps.tv. And once again, joining us in the cabin in the sky is comedian extraordinaire, Royanna Black. Thanks. That was really nice. Ah, yes. And by the way, if you would like to find out more about Royanna Black, you can go to RoyannaBlack.com. Great site. She's always available right there to read your email. So please check check it out. Send her a message. Um, Aw, yeah, please. It, it's Somebody. There. It's great. Thanks. So, somebody's listening. Somebody said, you know, this woman knows what she's talking about. She knows Hollywood. She and knows airplane. She, <laughs> airport. airport. Yeah. She does. Airport, yes. airplane. I know both. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> while we're while we're racking about life in uh, actually in Universal Studios, we're talking about here. So we're we're looking at uh, we're looking at the Bakersfield's marriage is continuing to fall apart. Actually, it's already falling apart. Implode. It's imploded. I think it's it's yeah. gone now. They're just kind of sweeping up and trying to decide who has to. Well, if it. you notice, her whole mood is lightened because now it's off her shoulders, and now she can be free to to. Uh... Yes, to, well, to fornicate with abandon, I well, guess. Well, the, the, the pool boy can move out of the cabana. That's the <laughs> Raul's going to wow. move me. Uh, she said, and well, the nice thing that she says is, I won't make any trouble because you can see the girls as often as you wish. That's... It is nice, although presumptuous. Yeah, that's awful. Well, it is nineteen. Yeah, he so. might not want to see the kids. I mean, she had an affair, for goodness sake. Oh, you I can, didn't even mean that. You can treat them. <laughs> you can treat them like they're your own. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> oh my wow. gosh! And it just and it just hit me. I mean, that, this this right here is the final scene as we were talking yesterday about uh, Robbie, their 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 older daughter, the one that ran away with the Boltons. And uh, I just noticed that Lisa Garrett's the one that has, ran away with John Findlater. No, I don't know about that, but. Uh, 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 I see Lisa Gerritsen is making a uh, a momentary uh, cameo because <laughs> her picture, which is almost on end on the left-hand side of the picture, which I guess is her head shot, <laughs> they, they took out of the uh, audition file. And, oh, there it is. Yeah, yep. yeah. Lisa Gerritsen had, uh, I think, a much more varied career than Ileana Dowding, who played the... Uh, uh, the older, the older daughter, Robbie, little Libby, was in. Uh, I think she's best known for being in the uh, Mary Tyler Moore spinoff Phyllis. She played Phyllis's daughter. So, oh, uh, I remember that show. That was a that was a pretty good uh, gig. I think it was on like maybe four or five years. So uh, it's not not too shabby. And uh, isn't it? Doesn't it look like there's a little plane flying over his desk? Yeah, that little yes. model. It's a model, it's... but there's no base. Where is it? Uh, very thin, a very narrow. Narrow model, I guess. Um, I want one of those models. The thing that I remember her most from Lisa Gerritsen, who, you know, <laughs> as her momentary picture here, is she was in the uh, William Winden show, My World and Welcome to It. That was back in the uh, late 60s, I think. Um, she was, uh, it, it's like a James Thurber show, and she was, the, again, playing another daughter. I was watching Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea back then. Ah. Sorry. Oh, well. No, she might, she might have been on that. I think she made the... She made the trek between a bunch of different, uh, uh, you know, guest star of the week kind of thing. So I'm sure she was. Um, well, uh, Roriana, you could probably tell us what what it's like being a guest star. Do they just kind of you, you sit in a you sit in a chair at an audition and just wait and you you see everybody that looks like you sitting across from you? Is that how it? Kinda, yeah, okay. pretty much. 
Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, okay, when are they getting you? My turn, my turn, and then so on. But she was I... in, I'm just rolling through some of her credits. She was in Gomer Pyle. She was in The Courtship of Eddie's Father. My World and wow. Welcome to It. Family Affair. The Odd Couple. Uh, she worked a lot. Bonanza. Wow. Uh, the Amazing Chan and the Chan Clan. She was a voice on the on Hanna-Barbera. What is that? It was uh, early 70s uh, cartoons on ABC, uh, Hanna-Barbera. So she landed a VO gig. That's pretty cool. You know, you go in in your bathrobe and just talk in front of a microphone. I, I have no idea what that's like, but... Um, mm. it, <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. I got, I'm in a ball gown right now. Oh, okay. So. It's, it's, <laughs> just keep, yeah, don't, don't scrape the tiara against the, uh, the spit guard on the mic. That's the important thing. Yeah, and, and finishing up on some show called Insight. I have no idea what that is, but... Huh. Looks like she had a pretty successful uh, career in her youth, and hopefully she rolled it all into uh, uh, maybe a four hundred one k. Yeah, four hundred one k. Yeah, building real, real estate. estate. Yeah, oil leases and yeah, uh, uh, trucking company. She probably owns a Garrettson Trucking or something somewhere. Um, maybe she's doing the maybe she's doing the convention gig somewhere. Although I don't I don't think there are large conventions for like Ironside <laughs> or I, the Chan Gang. Yeah, the Chan Gang. I don't know some crazed uh, cartoon followers saturday morning cartoons you know so that's uh yeah dear lisa garrison's last moment on the uh on the show but uh fortunately uh, they'll be able to see their dad whenever uh whenever uh mrs the former the former mrs bakersfield decides it's reasonable to come over because you know ex-husbands always seem to make a special effort yeah that's uh, <laughs> that's what i've heard wow is it yeah if, yes if yes what if, let me try patronizing you a little more. And then, sorry, I don't want to skip ahead. Oh, no, but then, ahead. you know, when 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 the fake payphones ring, yeah, which is what they look like to me. Yeah, she she's suddenly forlorn again, and I'm like, why are you sad? Why are you shaking your head? Yeah, because she realizes with your boyfriend. She never with him. Yeah, off like a prom yeah, dress. She got yeah. a new boyfriend. Yeah, never, never, never. It's just never going to happen for us, is it? Whoosh. And yeah. there's poor. Miss Stapleton. Oh yeah, so yeah, sad. They, they walk out the door and it's like next. She should so sad. Uh, the the best line she should they didn't write into it was uh, dear old Cindy should have as a parting shot just looked <laughs> looked at Tanya and said you know he snores and then just <laughs> walk out. <laughs> that's how I would have written it. Uh, oh, good, we're terrible people. Good luck, honey. He's got morning breath like a like a dead bear. Um, right, <laughs> like a dead bear. That's funny. <laughs> uh, and all, oh, uh, she's so sad. Yeah, and that's a that's a season wrap for uh, for D- Donna Winter, who did an excellent job with a. That's a miserable part. I mean, there was nothing likable about her except being nice about the daughters after she's walking out the door. Um, yeah, I really thought it was un. To me, I thought it was unfair that they gave her uh, an affair that she had, like she had to admit to an affair. So that Mel's not the bad guy. I thought that was a, I thought that was a cheap way out. I, th- I thought you know it's like, she can't be the long-suffering wife. Uh, but they can say, well, you know, she's she's getting something on the side. So everything that everything that he does with Tanya, or even talks about with Tanya, is totally justified because well, she's doing it. Well, yeah. and you know, it's some weird Hollywood's like weird way of showing how progressive and feminist they were. Yeah, right? back then. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like she can have an affair too. <laughs> how forward thinking? Yeah, <sighs> we'll make her mean. Yeah, so it's uh, three women who have been done wrong by their husbands. Scene here. 
or the, by by other men. Or, of course, Tanya's husband had the. Oh, all men are scum. Well, it's a tale as old as time. Jim. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. But there, you know, Tanya. Well, her her husband did her wrong by dying the uh, the, the lawyer and left her alone and had, had to get a. She actually had to go out and have a career now. So this is you yeah, know, shame on him. Uh, what a jerk that guy was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> she should be lounging up by a poolside in Hawaii somewhere. And then there's Maureen Stapleton. Do we love Maureen Stapleton every minute she's oh. on the screen? I mean, every minute she's on the screen and everything. Oh, she's amazing. She just th- she actually does not make this cheesy at all. She is no, so real in that moment. She's so ripped up. I mean, it's like it, 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 she, you can hear the broken glass rattling around as she's looking down. It's just so you want to give her a hug and go out and, you know, find her a find her a day spa or something that she can relax and just, you know, forget that <laughs> guy. He's going to blow up a plane. They've got some things to do. And even that moment when, um, you know, she touches her arm and Maureen Stapleton looks up and she's got that shell-shocked kind of... Yeah. It's just... My heart breaks for her. Yeah. And that I mean, scene. It's, it's like a moment, but it's just so well acted. And yet she sells it well, but she doesn't sell it like she's, you know, like she's not in a, she's not in the theater and she's like trying to hit the back wall. It's, yes. it's so, yeah, she understands. We're just 10 years too late. We could have talked to her. Yeah. She passed in 2006. Oh, I, I don't think I knew that. I saw her in, uh, in Glass Menagerie. She played the mother at Theater in the Round. Wow. And uh, wow, just uh, just to give you an idea of what what a professional she is. She had um, torn a ligament or she torn her ACL. That's what it was. She had torn her ACL and they had her in, a, in like mm. a bandage and a brace on her leg. And before before the play started, they made an announcement. They said, Miss Stapleton has injured her knee. She said so she ha- so they ha- she has to wear uh, an appliance on her knee. What Miss Tapleton has asked you to do is, if you, when she comes out, if you could look carefully at her knee, make a note of it, and then ignore it for the rest of the play. And sure enough, that's that's how it went. I mean, everybody was like, "Oh, look what happened to her knee! Ooh, she got a big bandage on." But after a while, she used that. You know, the mother being in the house and being kind of uh, an invalid, she worked off of that injury to make it part of her character, and it was just fantastic performance. Uh, in, in, and she, you know, and the, the mother's in every single scene. Yeah, that's, that's my Maureen Stapleton story. That's amazing. What an honor to have seen her. Yeah, yeah. But uh, she's, and then she was in uh, Cocoon. So <laughs> she was. Um, and interiors. Yes, yes, yeah. So she's done, you know, she's worked with so many different, you know, Ron Howard to Woody Allen. And, uh, it, you know, it's just just amazing what a range that she has on these things. And she plays. She plays comedy as well as she does melodrama, mm-hmm. and you believe in her character more than I think more than anybody else in this movie. With the possible, well, I don't even believe Helen Hayes as much as I believe Maureen Stapleton. I think she uh, she comes across as a very. I mean, she could easily overplay this. She lets the audience do the thinking for her. She just you know she adds a couple of motions, but doesn't do anything over the top. And didn't didn't Helen Hayes win the Oscar though, or nominated yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, she was she was up for this. Actually, they were both they were both up. I think now, of course, I, I I don't have my notes on that with me, but yeah, I think they were both up for this. And Helen Hayes. I hate uh, to bring it back, Mark, but I believe Edith Head was also nominated. Yes, for I think she probably was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the nomination all comes went back to, to Edith Head. Head. Yeah. Well, oh. Edith, Edith Head and those. Uh, I had to go there. Uh, yeah, well, you know, those miniskirts, they were the, the thing for 1970. 
yeah, just a just a sad sad little minute, and we're kind of uh, you know as she rolls down, we're, we're watching uh, Maureen Stapleton looking at that five dollar bill in her hand, which I don't remember Tanya ever handing her the five bucks, unless it was like here's five bucks and hang on a second while we go talk to the general manager. She's staring at that five bucks and thinking what she's gonna do with it. So uh, I guess that's what she's gonna turn her life around with that. Yeah, she, well she can go down and get some. Uh, some pecan pie in the uh, in that monster cafeteria downstairs. Tomorrow uh, it's the it's the first day of the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope she doubled that money. Yeah, yeah. Made ten. <laughs> Three card <Yep>. money. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. So that's uh that's where that's where we sit with uh with dear old Inez, uh, trying to figure out what she's going to do with the rest of her life now that her husband's run off with uh, the pawn money from her mother's wedding ring. And uh, Tanya's got to go in, and, and I guess the next the next thing out of her mouth is going to be, "So what happened? What did she say? What's going to happen?" <laughs> and uh, you know, I guess uh, would Bert actually tell her? You know, by the way, she asked me for a divorce now, or we're, we've agreed on a divorce because I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, do you think? Well, the next step, and on not it, you know what? Not in that dress. No. Nope. <laughs> like that. It's year. over. Yeah. In that outfit, it's done. Uh, I, I mean, honestly. Yeah, that's... Uh... No, she came with a purpose to tell him it's done, and uh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, it was over. And, you know, and we had a great... We kind of skipped over it, but that great scene where uh, Mel is doing the uh, telephone game on the wall. Um, and oh my God, it makes me so happy. Talk. The white phone, now <laughs> yeah. the red phone. Let me go back to the white phone. <laughs> wow. This may have... Doesn't he have like a hold button? Can't they, can't they put all this through one phone? I don't understand. Well, it was the seventies. Phones didn't look like that, though. No, no. Did it, they? It, that looks like something that you talk to somebody through a you know a window at the jail. Totally. Yeah, yeah, and and they have like the. I, I still can't understand why he needs to have radios other than maybe to talk to the snowplows, but does he have to talk to the airplanes too? Yes, land. I'll, let me tell you what to do because the air traffic controllers are busy. Why don't you land at runway 29 or in, you know, turn left heading 260? Uh, but mm. I, I don't understand why he has that many radios stuck on his wall. But it looks nice. I mean, it looks, he, it's his own little bat cave. That's the thing. Yeah. Also, I'm just going to ask the question that we all want to know what is in Warehouse 12? And what are, never mind that, why do they need 12 warehouses? Right. Just, you know, it, I, I mean, admittedly. Aliens. It, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they have a warehouse 51. Let's see. Um, <laughs> or is it warehouse 13? Is that the name of that show? I can't remember the, there was a Canadian show that had aliens in it. But uh, yeah, it's all, uh, I could spend, I could spend an entire series watching the, the goings on at Lincoln International just to find out. You know, and how how are things? All this is going on, and nobody's talking about if did you know where's the airplane? We haven't talked about uh, r- runway two nine or why is it taking so long to clear that? Uh, just uh, very yeah, very too many things happening at once. I mean, we're in the middle of about nine different stories, and uh, I guess this is kind of the the trudge through part of the movie. I mean, we're then what? it really picks up steam. Yeah, it's <laughs> really gonna get exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Some, sorry, I don't mean... It, it will, it will. It will. It will hang in there. You, know, you just got to crawl through the next, like, 15 minutes or so. Yeah, only 80 minutes left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fine. Things, <laughs> things, things will get better. Well, they're going to get worse, and then they're going to get better. So, 
Uh, I can. I hope I'm, I'm not, not spoiling anything, but uh, just like life. Yeah, 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 ups and downs. So, yeah. uh, or takeoffs and landings in this case. But uh, yeah, it's a, a a very poignant minute for uh, maybe three seconds of it. I think that you know, poor Maureen Stapleton. The rest is like uh, Cindy getting in her couple of last nice shots at uh at mel I, you know it's like oh don't worry you can see the kids and uh you, you'll probably be a good guy now i hope you're not a bad ex-husband dad you know Dis- disneyland father that kind of thing but uh, just uh, passive aggressive yeah <laughs> thanks for the mink bye uh, good riddance yeah it's uh, although white gloves although he's losing i mean he's the one losing the the meal ticket here because as we determined early on in the film Cindy is fabulously well off, and uh, yeah. he's just some no. shl- slub running an airport. Look, he he can he he's set though. He can sleep in his office, eat <laughs> at the cafeteria. Yeah. Why leave? Yeah. Why leave that room? You know, he's got the radio right. and the phones. He could just f- literally phone it all in. So and uh, hang out with Lloyd Nolan on the off hours. So Man, pictures of I his would... kids. Yeah. Well, Have you seen? But I wouldn't give to hang out with Lloyd Nolan. Uh yeah, he's uh, he's better when he's a bad guy, but this is this is okay as a good guy. If you ever want to see him in a really good bad guy role, watch the movie uh, Lady in the Lake. It's a it's a oh, I love that movie. Isn't it great? The first person, yes, and uh, Lady Lo- in the Lake. Lloyd's the bad guy, and uh, it's all shot from uh, you. You are the detective. You're you're Philip Marlowe. It's a Philip Mar- Raymond Chandler uh, yeah. movie. And uh, yeah, good old good old Lloyd gets his. Well, I don't I don't want to spoil too much. But uh, he's such a bad guy in that movie. Um, but he's okay as the kindly uh, customs inspector who knows knows how to hide a, a diamond bracelet on a poodle in this movie. So um, we spend really too much time on this movie, don't we? But it, it's okay. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's, it's all it, it's all for the fans. So, minute by minute. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, Rihanna, thank you so much for being being here. You've done uh, yeoman's work on, on <laughs> dragging us through these bitter. I'm sorry you always get the really you know. It, it always lands uh, snake eyes for you on these on these particular <laughs> these particular minutes, but you're the, you're the one that makes it more entertaining. So, it, um, it, thanks for letting me beg to be back on and listening <laughs> to my pleas. I I am sure we are going to have you on a, on a future episode. There's there's only 50 more minutes left, so <laughs> one of these, <laughs> we, we can find. I mean, oh great. <laughs> Mark, Mark, you're just going to start hearing gentle snoring, and you know, huh? Yeah, sure, whatever. But yes. Uh, right. Uh-huh. I'm eating. Call back later. Yeah, it's uh, but <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you know, well, I want to marry you. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Caddyshack. That's Caddyshack. Wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. So please, actually, you know, if you are looking for more entertaining movies to watch, and we're we are not saying that this movie is not entertaining, but if you do want to find some other movies you can listen to ad infinitum, uh, go check out uh, moviesbyminutes.com where there's uh, dozens of. Uh, uh, healthy imitators. Uh, well, we're we're a, he- we're a healthy imitator, but uh, all based on uh, Pete the Retailer and Alex Robinson's fantastic Pioneer series, uh, Star Wars Minute. Which, if you're not listening to that, well, you're just not with the cool kids. Um, but yeah, check out movie minute movies by minute dot com. Actually, let's let's do all the uh, social media stuff right at the moment. If you want to follow do us, it all. yeah, it do all it, do it all. Do it right now. Like like we'll be going at this like like Mel Bakersfeld at a uh, at a phone bank on his wall. Uh, you can go to 
uh, Twitter. We're on Airport Minute. We're Airport Minute on Twitter. We are Airport Minute on Facebook. Also, the Airport Minute Commanders Club, where people go and chat about uh, Airport Minute. Uh, we've got the great big site, airportminute.com, where you can uh, mm-hmm. catch up on every single episode. And we've got you know all, all the back catalog mm-hmm. is right there. Where you can also shop if you go up to the shop section. You can get mugs and T-shirts and hoodies and just imagine it's like a, um, a Dick's Sporting Goods, only it's all got pictures of Joe Petroni on it. So uh, that's these nuts are stale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, who, who doesn't want a coffee mug that says that on it? But uh, that's, <laughs> that's all available at our great big airportminute.com website. Uh, you can also get this stuff delivered to you every single stinking day, Monday through Friday uh, at Air- iTunes. Just subscribe. Uh, I, well, before you subscribe, you got to search for Airport Minute, then subscribe, then the next day. And then leave a great review. Exactly. Oh, please do. Yes. There's. And then what happens? And then people find <laughs> out about us, and then we find out about you, and we just think you're the you're the bee's knees for leaving us a great review. And we might even mention you or read it out loud on the on the Airport Minute, especially the. But, but please leave it with the ones with stars because. The ones... Like my good friend, college roommate Mike Agopian in Smithfield, Rhode Island. Hi, Mike. Did he? Yes, there you are. So. Hey, Mike. Mike, hi. Tell all your friends Airport Minute, okay? But thanks for thanks for subscribing, Mike. If you are subscribed, if you're not, get in there and subscribe. But we are everywhere, all about this stuff. But please come back and visit us. Uh, we will definitely be having Rihanna on, right? Is that right, Rihanna? We will be having you. Yeah. On. Okay. So. Anytime. Somewhere, somewhere in a random numbered. Uh, I think it's going to be an even numbered, probably, but we'll see. I uh, hope it's sad. I hope it's yeah, a sad, sad, sad minute. Well, this was a pretty sad <laughs> minute too, just for so many different reasons. But uh, it'll, yeah, she she will return uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. No, that's a, that's a whole other that's a whole other concept. But yes, def, definitely be here. But uh, please join us here tomorrow when we have uh, further adventures of, uh, of Maureen Stable. And see, we're going to find out what she's going to do with that five bucks. Dun dun dun. Tune in tomorrow here on the Airport Minute. Uh, until then, good day. Bye-bye. See ya. Nice going, sweetheart. Remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling.